Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. Palm Sunday to you guys. Amen. You guys are excited this morning. I hope you are because I sure am. I was over on the side in praise and worship, busting at the seams. I almost shouted a little bit there for a minute. (laughs) I'm excited about today because this is the day that the Lord has made. And I am truly grateful, and then I will rejoice because I'm so glad in it. And listen, I don't, I we don't, I don't have my palm, but I do have something to to welcome his triumph, his entrance into the city. I'm excited that he he came in on a donkey, and I'm excited for that. And he came in as a king. Woo, Jesus! Yeah, he came in the city as a king, sitting on the donkey. And when they thought they killed him, he left as a king. Good God Almighty. And I'm grateful. They couldn't kill him. They tried, but they couldn't do it. He said, no man take his life. He laid it down. So I'm listen, I'm excited. Amen. I don't know about you. Y'all better get happy about that. Our king lives, y'all. That's why that song we played, that he lives. He's yet alive. Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm excited. I'm, I'm so happy about that because we serve a risen savior. Yeah, we do. Well, yeah, we do. Don't let nobody fool you. Our God is yet alive. And he's moving and he's, listen, he's still doing miracles so great. Amen. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I know y'all hope, listen, if you're not, I hope you get excited. Not just and just the knowing, but the revelation. Because faith comes by what you know. Good God Almighty. And you got to know that our God lives. Amen. Yeah. What an exciting time it is for the believers. Happy Palm Sunday to you guys again. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, let us pray that we will get right into the world. Well, um, remember, um, communion this evening at 6 p.m. P.m. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. We we come back on tonight or this evening at 6 p.m. for communion. Amen. So join us. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your loved ones. Come back in. Tune in with us on communion so we can fellowship together as we um, prepare and we set um, um, we set ourselves around the breaking and the sharing of God's body and his, and his blood. Amen. 
Amen. Well, listen, let's pray and we'll be right into the word. Well, Father, I thank and praise you, Father, for God, for this opportunity, God, to be before your people. God, thank you for what you're doing in our lives. God, thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit among us. God, thank you. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, have your way on today. Continue to do what you do best. Heal, deliver, set free. Hallelujah. Minister to someone's heart on today, God, that if they're not in serving you and they've they turned their back on you, that today be the day that they give their lives back to you, God. Hallelujah. Glory to God, knowing and recognizing you as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. God, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank you for everything that will be done and said on today that will bring you glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, good morning to you guys yet again. You guys got that? Y'all coming back and be with us tonight at 6, I mean 6 p.m.? Come on and, and, and fellowship with us. Also, Monday Night Movement, tomorrow, men, sisters, my daughters in ministry, whoever you, whatever, partners, friends, loved ones of the ministry. Listen, if you have a male in your life that you want to see grow and you want them to be to get moving in the things of God, have them tune in to King to the Kingdom Minded Men Monday Night Movement on tomorrow at 730. Is it? It's 7.30. 7.30. Some people come in at 7 and they get bogged out by the time. It's 7.30. Why 7.30, Pastor B? Giving men a chance to get themselves their day and get themselves settled from the day and to give them an opportunity to then come in and check out, check us out at 7.30. So men, 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 come on. We don't have time to get stuck. Let's get moving in the things of God. Let's get moving. Listen, because you have to be a participant in your own deliverance, your own salvation, your own healing. You got to get moving in those things. You got to, well, we'll talk about that. But get, let's come on. Let's get together on tomorrow. Let's break bread, which is the word together. Let's share together. Let's have an opportunity to fellowship together. And most importantly, fellowship with Holy Spirit to do what he does best. And that's to make every crooked place in our lives straight. Amen. So join me tomorrow at 730 p.m. Monday night movement for men. God, to God be the glory. And also, we're gearing up for something. We're going to keep you guys posted. We're going to do something for men before um, definitely this year. We want to get you guys together, and we want to get men together to have a time to fellowship in the world, in person. And if you just so happen where you want to join in and you're out of you out of this area and you want to join in virtually, it'll be an opportunity for you to do that as well. But we want to get together. We want to forsake not the, the assembling together. Amen. And listen, on that note, we're getting closer, TK family, to fellowshipping together. Come on, y'all get excited out there. Come on, y'all, y'all clap it up, y'all shout hallelujah, amen. Glory to God, thank you, Jesus, all those good things. Put it in the chat. We're getting closer to opening the doors for service on a continuous basis. Amen. Amen. I'm excited. There's, there's a lot of work, a lot of work that we can we can assemble together in person, as well as the our V family. We want to make sure our V our V partners are always always um, taking care of it, that you guys will be able to experience and be a part of that um, that, worth, that live worship experience. You can feel, be able to feel the presence of the Almighty God wherever you are virtually. We want to make sure that you are able to do that, but we want to make sure that we do not forsake the assembling 
that when we um, up together as as we as we are to, and that building is just that for us to assemble together, amen. And to be an extension to our V partners. So V partners, we haven't forgot you. We love you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll be with you real real soon, amen. I believe that's everything. Turn your Bibles. We're going to, we're going to continue on the lesson that we were talking about on um, the just shall live by faith. Today we're going to be talking about walking by faith, amen. Walking by faith. Turn your Bibles to our our, our springboard our scripture, our, um, the scripture that we've been um, and that's Romans chapter one. I got. I hope you guys have your notes. But if you don't, Romans chapter one verse seventeen. Romans chapter one verse seventeen is our springboard scripture that we've been talking about. It says in Romans chapter one verse seventeen, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. You got it. From faith to faith, our faith should be growing. Our faith should be moving forward. We should be moving from faith to faith as believers. We should never be stagnant in our walking in our in our in our faith. In our life of faith, we should be moving from faith to faith. That means we should be growing. That after, that once we get over one level and we we elevate in one level of faith, we're growing to another level of faith. We talk about that. As it is written, the righteous, the just, shall live by faith. And what is that faith? We're talking about the God kind of faith. Amen. We're not talking about the faith in in just. And, and worldly things or the promise, the hope in worldly things. We're talking about the trust, the confidence, the assurance in, in the things of God. That's what that's what godly faith is. The assurance, the unwavering confidence that God's word is true. Amen. So we want to make sure that we're moving the our listen, the walk of the life of a believer, of a of a true person who said they have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of them, walking by faith is what we're talking about. And so when we're walking by faith, we have the assurance that God's word is true. Amen. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians First Corinthians, ch um, chapter two, we're going to pick it up at verse nine, and we're going to go from verse nine to verse 14. Well, let's, no, no, let's, let's pick it up at verse 10. It says, y'all with me? First Corinthians chapter two, we're going to pick it up at verse 10. It says, but God hath revealed them unto us. By the Spirit, for the Spirit's church of all things. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man, which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man. We have verse, we have verse 11. Knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Verse 12, it says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, 
but which the Holy Ghost teacheth comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Verse 14. But the natural man, somebody say the natural man, receiveth not the things of the, of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Amen. So walking by faith. So we have to know that to receive the things of God, we have to be walking in the spirit. Because he reveals, he reveals spiritual things to those who walk in the spirit. So in order to receive things from God, we have to be walking in the spirit. So we have to, our faith has to be released to receive spiritual things. Because listen, it is so easy for us to walk and to, and to operate in natural things. In the commonness of our natural things. Verse 14 tells us that. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit. Yeah, we can't, we can't come to God with our senses, our mind, our will, our intellect, and our emotions. We have to walk in the spirit, which is void of our senses. I know that's something hard for y'all to, 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 to receive, but let me let me just let me break it down. When we're walking in the spirit, we've detached ourselves from our mind, our will, our intellect, and our emotion. Why? Because all our senses, our senses will lie to us. Why? Because our senses are geared to our natural body. To our natural response to things. Here's one thing, here's one case in point. We say, man, you you great make when, when, when people great act the fool. Man, you making me go, you ready to make me tap back into my, you ready to make me go back ghetto on you. That's a natural response. You bringing the Southeast out me. You bringing the hood out me. Those are natural things. Why? Because our natural mind and our natural always wants to revert back to things that are natural, things of the flesh. Because these are the things that our natural body understands and knows. It's the spirit in us that helps us walk by faith and not by sight. That's the sight that we that we get that we have to beware. We have to walk in faith and not move after our flesh. Yeah, our flesh always wants to do things that are contrary to the word of God, always contrary to the things of God. To the purpose and the plan of God. That's why so many people, when they take two steps forward, they take nine steps back because they walk after the flesh and not after the spirit. It's important for us to be so geared and so sensitive to the walking after the, we have to walk by faith. We can't trust the things that we see. Because the world is always telling us to do things that are contradictory to the word of God. To go in opposite and in opposition of God. This work, don't let nobody fool you telling you this world was founded on the principles of God. This world wasn't founded on the principles of God. This world was founded on the principles of sin and of Satan and of darkness. That's why everything that this world accepts that is in opposition to God 
has put this world in the state that is currently in that is all that is fighting against the things of God, warring against the things of God. That's why we're talking about on today. It's going to it's 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 for you believer. It's going to be your strongest fight to walk by faith. Because everything that's going on around you, you see, is telling you not to. It's helping or it's trying to help push you to walking further and further away from the things of God than walking closer and more direct and in line with the things of God. What do you mean, Pastor V? When they taken when they took prayer out of school, the violence that's in the schools is now the devil has been unleashed to attack our children in school. Yeah, I remember there was a time before school started, you had to pray. Every school, no matter what your principal, your administration or the, of the school, the, whatever their spiritual beliefs were, they prayed. There was a moment of silence to pray. Amen. We put our some we some in some schools we um we put our hands over our hearts and we did the whatever the pledge of allegiance and then we prayed. Or in whatever order your school did it, prayer was always in your school. And the moment we the world took prayer out of school. The chaos, the full unleashing of the devil. Why? Because what had lifted from our children was the protection of God. Yeah. Walking by faith. Someone knew and heard from God that it was important to pray over our children in school to cover them. Yeah, I know some of y'all said, well, they didn't use the words cover. The fact that we, we allowed God to get involved in the day of the true of our children was automatic protection because we made him a part of their day. Oh, Jesus. That's why it's important for you, parents, to pray over your children every morning as they're going to school. You release a hedge of protection over your children, walking by faith and not by sight. You don't see, see, you don't pay attention to what could happen in schools. You pay attention to what God is going to do if over, over and in your children while they're at school. That's walking by faith. Because see, the sight will tell us, pull your children out of school. Run in fear. Let the devil know that he's winning. So we don't see walking by faith is not pulling back. It's letting us know. And now we're not, we're not ignorant to the devil's devices. And we're not walking in anything stupid and blind about what the enemy is trying to do. But we trust God. And anything that we when we pray and we and God tell us to pull back, I'm praying that you guys walking in faith and, and pull your children back from it. Walking in faith, even though they want to be a part of it. No, no, sir. No, ma'am. We don't do those things. See, here's, that's what we're talking about on the day. Walking by faith is going to challenge you to go against the grain. When everybody is going one way, can you be bold enough to say you heard from God and you trust God and he told you to go in opposition of where everybody else is going? 
So yeah, when we take when we took prayer out of school, we unleashed the enemy to have full reign in school. Now they're talking about arming teachers. No, put prayer back in school. Institute the power in a time of prayer and fell and worship the God before school starts. Who cares what others may think about what they're believing? We believe in Jesus Christ. Amen. And your faith is going to be tried in those areas. Walking by faith. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 tells us these things. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 tells us, so then the, the faith, so faith comes by hearing. So you got to be willing to hear. Faith comes by hearing. Well, how does faith come, Pastor V? Glad you asked. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You got to get yourself around people and in a place and in a ministry that's teaching the word of God. How That's how faith comes. Faith comes by hearing the word, the word of God. Yeah, I know I hear y'all. The Bible says that thy word is truth. God's word is truth. God is truth. Thy word is truth. And the Bible told us in the beginning, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So God and his word are one. So faith comes by hearing the word of God. And really, and, and, then, and then understanding what God is saying to move and to act according to what he's saying. With a lot of people, well, you, you can't walk by faith because you don't know the word. That's why you lean to your senses, your mind. Your, your mind is always racing the thoughts of your mind are always telling you to do things. And guess what? It's always telling you to do things in complete opposition of the word of God. It's trying to get you to move on the on the, the wisdom of a of man and what people tell you, what they gained and what they what they all the information that they've garnered through through life. Your mind, your will. Our will is one of the strongest things that that we've that we've been created to have. Why? Because we are we, we, our will is so strong about the convictions of the things that we believe, that we've been told we should believe. Woo, Jesus! That we've been told that we should. Some of us have so much so so much deep rooted things that we've been told. Our will. Our emotions. Some people are so moved by what they feel. Well, you know, I don't feel that's right. I don't feel we should be doing this. Our feelings, our feelings, our feelings, our feelings. Your feelings run you. Your emotions are the one, that are the one of the most unstable parts of our of our lives and our body that we have in the inside of us. Because today we're this way, today we're th the next day we're this way, or today nine o'clock we're this way, eleven o'clock we're this way. Our emotions run so hot and so cold. We can't trust our emotions. 
We have to focus and, and get so confident and trust the, the wisdom and the will of God for our lives. Walking by faith settles our emotions. Walking by faith puts our emotions in check. Well, why do you say that, Pastor? Because, because walking by faith, when faith is the assurance, we don't have to be on an emotional roller coaster. Why? Because we are assured that what God said is going to come to pass. As opposed to our emotions when we are up and down. We're always moved by what we feel and our feelings are always governed by what other people think about how we feel. Our mind, our will, our and then the goodness, your intellect All the worldly wisdom that you think you've gotten because of all the books you've read. All the classes you've taken. Your intellect. Listen, your intellect is false wisdom. Because it now makes you believe that your wisdom supersedes God's wisdom because of all the information that you've garnered, that you've gained. There's nothing wrong with going to school. There's nothing wrong with gaining information. But when the information that you gain does not coincide with the word of God, it's only information. And it's such, for some of us, our information has, has put us in position where now we believe we're smarter than the creator. Case in point, the world. Everybody believes that there is a more plan or more excellent plan for your life than the plan that God has for your life. You believe that you can work out your own life and you know the end of your life more than God. When he says he's the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end of your life. When you didn't create your life, you believe that you know what's best for your life. Who in that zone? And here's the thing, and I'm not, and, and I'm not, and again, I'm not discounting anything about people struggling with mental things. That's the enemy that comes to kill, steal, and to destroy, to mess with your mind, to disrupt the, the flow and the information and the wisdom and the and and the, and all the faith that God wants you to dwell and to, and to operate in. That's the enemy that wants to come in and to destroy the, the, your thinking. Because when he told us to let this mind be in us as it was also in Christ Jesus, he was he was letting us know that there's going to be thoughts. There's going to be things that come cast down in the imaginations and thoughts and anything that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge. All of those are those thoughts that people fight with when we talk about mental illness. And listen, I'm not saying that it's not a real thing. But what I am saying is God has given us the power to be healed and be delivered from mental illness. Mental challenges. When we replace negative thoughts with the thoughts of the word, with the word of God, walking by faith. When we when we come, listen, because here, here's the thing for us. Y'all type this down and y'all remember this. We fight so hard when we go against the word. Walking by faith is a just is is, is a is a is a moment for us to 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 allow ourselves to be governed by the word of God. But most people don't walk by faith because they don't trust God's word. 
And why they don't trust God's word? Because they don't trust God. Can I take it a step further? They don't believe that there is a God. Some people believe foolish things like we evolved from animals. When did the animals come from? I had a guy years ago, and this is off the beaten path, walking by faith. We're talking, we're talking about walking by faith. So y'all stay with me. I had a guy years ago. God bless his heart. He was um, a Christian brother. He was um, one of the brothers who um, he was one of the brothers who taught me how to be a professional. How to? I was from I was from the world, living in the world, doing things on the world, being on the street, doing things on the street. And he boy, he took me into corporate America. I was I got saved. And I needed the job. And instead of working, the, and nothing wrong with it, and actually, instead of working the actual manual labor jobs, he all he opened up corporate America to me. He taught me, he told me, he taught me how to, to dress in terms of corporate America, shirt, tie, suit, jacket, presenting yourself to people. And he was saying that what they see sometimes affect what you say. They'll see you first, and then they'll hear you second. Walking by faith. So he took me into corporate America, and he knew I was on file for the, for the Lord. He knew I was on outreach ministry, prison ministry, and he was he would always ask me questions. He was he was a brother, and he was fired up too, but he wasn't. He was, he was on outreach, but he was always trying to figure out me, in a sense. And so one question he asked me one day while we, 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 we went to go get something to eat. And he said, Virgil, how would you minister to someone who don't know Jesus Christ? And he, and then when I told him, and he was saying, well, a lot of people talk about the creation of things. He said, but you got to go a little deeper then the creation of things like how was you know the world the the world the seas and, and the mountains and stuff was framed by God and he said now nah, people people won't people won't get to that I'm getting to my story I know y'all said get to the point I'm getting to the point y'all hang me he was saying that um that people um won't receive that when they don't understand that and I said to him no it's the minds of individuals like yours who are intellectual that won't receive that. The Bible says he takes the foolish things, which he takes the, the minor things of the world to confound those who consider themselves to be wise. So you're a smart guy. You're a Harvard graduate. See, that don't, that won't work for you. But that will work for others. And here I say, here's the other thing. It will work for you when you cast off all your intellect. And you present yourself to God as a little child to receive even the simplest things of God to relate to God. Woo, Jesus, I'm helping somebody because walking by faith is just that. You got to move your own intellect, your own wisdom out of the way to receive the wisdom of God. This world could not, these mountains could not have been created by man. 
What man is tall enough to create a mountain? What man is able to walk on water where he can open up seas? And see, these things, I know y'all like, well, that seems a little, these things are just simplistic things. These things are just things. See, kids, because see, when we remove all of the challenges that our human minds place in barriers that we place in front of God to receive from God, that's why it's so hard to walk by faith. Because we put barriers in front of the wisdom of God that will prohibit us from receiving from God. We put foolish, like that, that wasn't foolish, but it was a thing that you put up called having to create when he created, when he told us that in Genesis that he created, that he created the heavens and the earth, that the world was formed by God, framed, fashioned by God. Why is it a struggle to receive that? Because if you can't receive that, there's no way you can believe God for a miracle in your life. When you dumb, when you try to dumb down God, how can you receive God to be a doctor in the sick room? How can you believe him for that when you can't even believe that he created the world? Oh, Jesus. But here's the thing. When we get in a crisis, God is always the first that we call on. Bring, bring the prayers around and pray for me. Bring the gather the prayers together that we can lock, we can lock arms and we can now they start quoting scripture. The Bible says where two or three are gathered together. See, but you can trust God in those things. Oh, Jesus. Y'all better come on out there. Walk by faith. Don't let this world dictate to you. Don't let your life and yet your senses tell you when the limitations or when you're cut off or when you when you should cut off the things of God and when you should activate the things of yourself. See, because all of us at some point, had an activation for God and a cutoff for God. We wanted to do everything that we wanted to do up until a point, and then we said, okay, God, now activate. Walking by faith don't work like that. We got to trust God in the beginning, and we got to trust God in the middle, and we got to believe God on the end. We can't just activate God when it fits us. Oh, man, y'all better come on. I'm preaching good this morning. I feel so good. Woo, God. Why? And it's not, listen, it's not about an excitement to stir you up. I'm already stirred. Why? Because you got to trust God for yourself. I can't be there with you when you, when life happens and when things happen in your life where you got to trust God. You got to hear the word of God and believe and trust in the word of God, not the word of yourself, not the word of Pastor V. You got to believe the word of God. Now, I hope my voice rings in your ear when it tells you to read certain scriptures that you're like, Pastor V told me to read that scripture. Why? Because it activates your faith. If the just shall live by faith and if faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Okay, you heard to hear the word of God. Read the word of God. You understand the word and keep saying the word of God. Faith comes by hearing over and over and over. You got to keep, keep letting the word ring in your ear. Keep rolling that, that, that reel, that tape, that CD in your, whatever you relate to. I relate to records. I relate to CDs, eight tracks. I relate to all. You got to let whatever that thing is roll, roll in your mind what the word says to activate your faith concerning the things you want. And you see God in your life. Listen, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. 
For we walk by faith. We talked about that, not by sight. You have to walk by faith. I listen. No, I, I, we, nothing that I'm going to share, or if ever, probably telling you, nothing we're going to share that we have not experienced. There always comes a time we have to walk by faith and not by sight. When I was going through my my years ago, years ago, years ago, years ago, years ago, y'all put it a year, 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 years ago. When I was going through my 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 situation, when I was sitting in that courtroom. That's why I can tell somebody, I know him to be a lawyer in the courtroom. I know God to be a lawyer in the courtroom. I know him to be a doctor in a sick room. Yes, I do. For healing my body. Jesus, I thank you. Woo, God. Yeah. For being a doctor, for being a lawyer in the courtroom. When I was going out, when they had, they had purpose for me to go to jail. For a long time. The court stenographer. Y'all know the stenographer, the one who's supposed who types don't ever say a word. And you wonder why they, they don't look like no typewriter, but they type and they get down everything you they get down everything that's said. She walked into the hallway during the recession, the recess of, of my sentencing day. When they were going to sentence me. She's not supposed to say a word to nobody. Came out in the hallway, told my mother, he's going to get off. They're going to find him not guilty. A woman walking in the spirit. Jesus. I Listen, I, I knew I wasn't saved, but I was this. I, 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 I grew up in ministry and my family members know the Lord and I've already I've kind of been heard about, I've kind of heard about. I didn't know it the way I know it now. I kind of heard about this Jesus. I was never personally introduced at that time, but he was noised about. Woo, Jesus, good God Almighty! Oh man, listen, he was noised about. And instead of coming into anybody's city, he came into my city on that day. And he came to my city to do great miracles. <laughs> God of my, ooh, Lord, the faith that God, I'm trying to tell y'all, the faith that my mother walking by faith. The sisters who was with my mother in the courtroom in prayer during the whole, whole trial was walking by faith. <laughs> God of my, ooh, Jesus. Man, and it was, and, look, and Jesus, all the other courtrooms in there. Not saying that he didn't show up in there because he can be everywhere. He can be anywhere at every time. He can be multiple places at multiple times. He came, he made he paid a visit in Virgil's courtroom. Oh God. And he talked to the he talked to the stenographer. Go tell him. Good God of mine. And she came out of the hallway. I was sitting in the hallway. Come, she came out of the hallway. They're gonna find him not guilty. Not even 10 minutes later, bring that bell rang. Then my lawyer told me. They're back and said, that's kind of quick. That can either be a good thing or that's a bad thing. Oh, Lord. Oh, man, I'm going to tell y'all. Y'all better, y'all better, y'all better exercise y'all faith. Y'all better ignite your faith on the day. I'm trying to tell you. Because, listen, when you ignite your faith, anything is possible. Woo, Jesus. I'm trying to tell you. And with, with 10 minutes, and when that 10 minutes was up, we walked in the courtroom 
Everybody was looking at me with the bug eye. Like, uh-oh. And you can, you can even kind of see the other young guys or other young people that are waiting to be sentenced. They like, oh, he, oh, they, they going. And the term they used to use back then, I can saw, I read one guy's lip. They said they great smoke his boots. I said, oh, man. I, I, but see, you can't get dissuaded by what people saying around you when you walking by faith. Ooh, I'm teaching good. You can't get distracted by the, by the facial expressions of people around you. By whatever they're saying, the, the little conversations that they have, you gotta know what God has said to you and what you're believing for and what you're walking in and what you're standing in victory on, which is the word. You know that God said He's with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. And listen, when I walked up there and I sat down and that the judge walked in nice and he came, he was all bold, and the jury was up there. The jury came in and they 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 presented that verdict to the lawyer. Woo, God. When they read off not guilty, I said, Jesus, hallelujah. Man, my mother and them started shouting. And they were speaking in tongues in the courtroom. And the lawyer, the judge didn't say quiet in the courtroom, but they he they they were not allowed where he had to she had to shut it down. But he knew, <laughs> he knew that the power of God had been released. And he couldn't do nothing about it. He couldn't override it. Listen, when you walk about faith, the enemy can't do nothing to override what God is doing in your life. Good God Almighty. Oh, man, that's some good stuff, man. Oh, hallelujah. I hope your faith is being, is being ignited on the day to walk by faith to release your faith, to live and exercise and operate in faith. It's going to be important for you, especially coming down this stretch of our lives. Yeah. Why do you say that, Pastor? Because the end is near. We are closer to the end of this thing than we are from the beginning of this thing. Now, I'm not saying that there's not more life to live because there is. But what I am saying is we're getting closer to this thing. I know some of us, we've been hearing that for years. Oh, man, with this, with the, the end is almost coming. Yeah, but we're closer than we have ever been. From my, from my father's time, from my grandfather, we are closer now than we have ever been. And here's the thing. I don't know the day or the hour when God, when the Son of Man is going to return. I do not know that. None of us do. Don't let no false prophet tell you they've been given a time and a date in which Jesus is going to return. They are a liar and you better run and get away from them. That is a false prophet. They are of the devil. That's what, that's what God is talking about. In this last day, there's going to be people coming saying that they are God. They are lying to you. Nobody knows. Why can't you say that with such a surety, Pastor? Because if anybody knew, we would be already getting ready to go. God has given nobody the cheat code to know when he's coming. So you can do all the foolishness that you want. And then when you know he's coming, you start preparing yourself accordingly. He wants you to live your life every day as if he's returning the next day or he's returning that next hour. That's what he wants us to do. And he wants you to walk and live by faith as if he's coming. Faith is not just for us to get things. Faith of us, faith, our faith is released for us to live a lifestyle that's pleasing to God, not just to get. And I want to, I, want, I had to say that and he, because people operate and want to throw faith out. Faith is not to go buy houses only. 
to get cars. Faith is for us to live a lifestyle that pleases God in our life. Why? Because the world needs to know that he is God and that he is real. Faith helps demonstrate the realness of God, the true authenticity of God. We got to listen. We he helped that our faith lets us know and it puts the distinction between the realness of God and the fakeness of false gods. Because no other God can stand like our God can stand. No other God stands or no, no, no other God who, or who no other no other God, because there's some people who believe that these, these, these things are gods. That's why I'm saying it. But these other false gods, no other God can make the claim can stand bold on what they said and seen it come to pass like our God. Our God has a track record of, yeah, I did that. I did that. I did that. Yeah, you said I couldn't do it. I did that. Yeah, you said I wouldn't do it. I did that. How did, you said it couldn't be done. Yeah, look, I did that. Listen, he has a track record of not lying. That's what our faith reveals, that our God cannot lie. Woo, Jesus. Oh, man. Y'all better come on. This is some good stuff. Jesus, I thank you. James chapter 2, verse 18. But some will say, you have faith and I works. Show me your faith apart from your works. And I will show you my faith by my works. I just told you. We got track record. Of what God does. I can tell you. I have a track record. Of what God did in my life. Yeah I, I, I used to sell drugs. I don't sell drugs anymore. He, he released, look, I've been free. From the bondage of sin. I was supposed to go to jail. But look, I, look, I, 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 no, I didn't go. He, 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 he fixed that. He told me by faith that I wouldn't go to jail. Listen, he, I, and, and when, I served, when I accepted Jesus Christ. As my Lord and Savior. I will never ever go back to jail. Other than the minister. Okay we did that. He said, do you trust me to heal your body? I said, yeah, God, I trust you to heal my body. Okay, well, I'm going to take care of that. You, you, you said no, you don't have no track record in your family with your mom and your dad of a, of a stable marriage, but I'm a, I promise you that I'm going to fulfill your marriage, that you and your wife will be together all the days of your life. Y'all will bring forth children that will glorify God in your lives. You will do ministry that will glorify God. Okay, I'm doing that. You got to put your own track record. You got to put down the accomplishments of God in your life of faith. And see God's hand moving in your life. The just shall live by faith. See, I, I couldn't see myself married for 25 years, but I walked in faith. And guess what? I'm right here right now. Walking by faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let me add one more to let the devil know. Okay, we released our faith, the healing of my mom, the healing of her mom. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to take care of that. They're they, they going to be here. They're going to live a long life. And they did that. And still doing that. We got track records of the faithfulness of God. You got to start documenting your faith and the track records of your walking by faith and the faithfulness of our God. Yeah, the world needs to see and to know that our God is real. 
And walking by faith is not just something that we do. It is who we are. Every day we get up, we should be purposing in our lives that God thank you for an opportunity to walk by faith. To trust you and to believe you for the great to come in our lives. God, there's no opposition. No weapon can stand before you, God. Because great is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I thank you for my faith, God. Thank you for releasing the power. And everybody's been given the measure of faith. How are you exercising your faith? That faith that you give. And then listen, you go and you when you grow, you go from faith to faith. You grow in your faith. You get stronger in your faith. So now what you what you've done here that seems small, you now you're moving to something a little larger. Something because why? Because you trust God and you're not doing it in your own strength. You believe in the power of God. Amen. So on the day, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna challenge you. Exercise your faith. If you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, come on. Come out of darkness. Trust God with your life. Exercise faith. Yeah, just, just like you got behind that steering wheel of that car and you exercise faith that you wouldn't crash. Come on. Trust God that he won't crash your life. That your life won't crash. Your life won't crash and burn. I know y'all like, well, that's a little simple, Pastor. No, it's not because some people have a hard time trusting God with, your, with their lives. You did before you accepted. I did. Because I believe nobody could do life for me better than I could do it for myself. So why? But when I realized that I was going nowhere fast and I needed somebody to help navigate my life, I trusted God. I released my faith to serve God. Accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord is a faith walk. Because it's believing something that's greater than you that it can do more and a power that's greater that can do more in your life than you ever could do. And then when he puts his super on your natural, you become a supernatural being. That's faith. So if you're out there and you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and say, come on. Repent first and foremost. Turn away from a life of sin, a life of doubt. Believe God. And listen, don't come in saying, God, I'm going to give you a try. Come in believing that, God, I know that you can turn my life around. And when you exercise a mind like that, God will change everything about you. And what you couldn't do in your own strength, he gives you the strength, the power, the ability to do it. Yeah, you couldn't walk away from drugs. He gives you the power to now you can stand against drugs. You can stand against alcohol. You can stand against lying, fornication, adultery, whatever, whatever sin, vice that have held you in bondage. For 20, 30, 40 years, he gives you the power to be able to stand in it and against it and say, okay, I'm free from it. Why? Because I have the power of the almighty God living on the inside of me. And if that's you on today, listen, I believe that where you are, God's going to fill you. God filled them right now with the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on, lift your hands. 
I know somebody be like, well, we're not where you are. You don't have to be where I am. You're where the Holy Spirit is. Lift your hands. And God, fill them right now. Why? Because they want to be filled. Not because I'm saying fill them. It's because they want to be filled, God. Fill them to the overflow, God. To that speaking in tongues. As the Spirit of God gives them the utterance. Change their very course of their lives. Even their countenance, God. On today, God. Heal their bodies, Jesus, as a result of them lifting their hands. Miracles, Father, in their lives as a result of them walking out of sin and walking into the newness of life. God, thank you, Father. Yeah, for what you're doing. Yeah, I'm excited on this morning because when someone gives their life over to God, change happens. They'll just walk out of the hands of the enemy. And now they're walked into the life that Jesus Christ has promised them. And that's life abundant. And if that's you and you made that decision on the day, come on, let us reach out to us here at the Kingdom Events. Let us know on today that God has transformed your life. Yeah, and if you need people to stand in agreement with you and pray and to continue to pray your strength as you walk through this life with God, call, reach out to us here at the Kingdom Events. You can call us or you can reach out to us in the email email, via on, the, on the website and let us know about the transformation power of God on this Sunday. Listen, this is the day a Palm Sunday when he walked into the city. Come on, walk into Jesus' arms on the day. Yeah, I got my palm waving for you. Come on, walk into Jesus' arm today. Glory to God. He's, he's making his triumphant entrance for you. That you can come out of sin. You no longer have to stay in bondage. He made that entrance into the city for you, for me, for all of us, that we may have a right to life. And life more abundantly. God, listen, he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be served. Yeah, he is. I tell you first, he's a good God. He's a good God. And guess what? I can tell you about my God. And that's, and if you accepted him, and as you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, he, our God, is a promise-keeping God. He said he will never leave you nor forsake you. You can trust in that, that when you came in on today, he will be with you. And what I will tell you is, stay with him as he's committed himself to stay with you, Jesus. Ah, listen, if you need to if you need to rededicate your life on today, you've walked away from the things of God, the things that you know about God. You let this world tempt you and tantalize you and seduce you with things, with a promise of a life that he can't, that the devil can't, he can't fulfill. You need to come back today. Yeah, don't fall victim to the seducer. He promised, he made empty promises. Come on back. I'm not God, but I'm a representation. Listen, arms are wide open. There's safety under his wing. Come on and get back under his wing. Not mine, but God's wing. There's shelter. He'll clean you up. He'll position you to go back to war, back to battle for him. But come on and get healed of all your wounds. Jesus, good God. Woo! Come and get, come get healed of all your wounds. Come get fed where you were nourished. Come get some drink where you're thirsty. 
Hallelujah. You're naked. You need to be clothed again. Come on back. God, I thank you. God, I thank you for everyone who's out there, Father, right now, Father, under the sound of my voice. Thank you for all those, Father, who've walked away and they're walking back to you. Father, for all those who made a decision to serve you. Father, thank you for their decision on today. All those who need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of it. And Father, thank you for, for sending them, God. Those who need a church home, thank you for sending them to the kingdom advancing ministry, God. Oh, God, we praise you, God. Oh, for a ministry that's near them, that's teaching the sound word of the almighty God that will change and help change their lives forever. And they can grow. God, thank you on the day, God, for what you're doing in the lives of your people, God. Father, I give you praise, glory, and honor for the word on today, God. Thank you, Father, that it went out. Father, that it reached the people. And it fell on hearts and of lives that have been prepared. The soil is fertile for the word to spring forth out of them to change their world and the life around them forever for the kingdom and for the glory of God. I thank you, Father, for the day, God. Thank you for what you're doing in their lives. Oh, God, and I praise you for great praise report concerning the word and the change of their lives on today. Listen, walk by faith and go be kingdom advances. Let us know what the word has done to you and how it's helped change your life for the better on today.